0: Oh, hi, audience. What's up? It's Greg Stero here to introduce you to the True Blue Riffcast, where they talk about amazing movies, bad movies, and everything in between. So, you're listening to the True Blue Riffcast. Enjoy it. Thanks, Greg. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I am joined, as always, by... It's me,
1: Dave Chadwick, and uh, Jeremy, you'll be happy to know that my name is now, uh, the, well, my new brand, which is just my name, is now correct on our, uh, our podcast graphic now. It's now Jeremy yeah. Pluta and Dave Chadwick, as opposed to Jeremy Pluta and Sugar Ray Dodge, because I've moved on with my life. Uh, I decided that I wanted to be a grown-up, but I'm Dave Chadwick, author of Monkey, available now on Amazon.
0: Yeah, you know our our intro from from Greg there, yeah, came uh, from the same place where most of our intros came from. Cameo, and that's Cameo, and uh, this is not an ad, guys. We're just we're just stating this because uh, we found somebody on on Cameo that. Uh, yeah, I think we might want to use.
1: Yeah, see, here's the thing: is that um, many times Jeremy and I have gone through Cameo to find like new intros for the True Blue Rift cast that are riff tracks related, and most times we come up uh, short. We are very disappointed. Um, now, yeah. who 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 are the people before we found who we're gonna say? uh that you have said that you'd be interested in getting.
0: Uh well, of course we already have uh Greg Sestero, Christine yeah. DeBell, and uh James Urbaniac. Uh but the the other two, I know Eric Roberts is on there. Uh, he's, the voice he's of Duffy. Cat. He? Yeah, he was cheaper and then I think he realized that people would pay more and uh so he raised this price, which is good well, for him.
1: You know, right now he's currently at Oh, he's
0: at $105. Oh, that's not bad. I think it was not more bad. than that the last time I checked. Uh and the other person is uh Janet Varney. Janet, uh, she's a great person. Yeah, so, uh, someone who has done some uh riff tracks presents uh along with uh, Cole Stratton.
1: And uh right now, oh, Janet's she's only 60. So I mean let <laughs>
0: That's both way cheaper than this other person.
1: Yeah, so um usually like like those are the two that like we've had our eyeballs on in the past and we were just taking a cursory look through it and i saw someone and i had a bit of a excited involuntary reaction
0: i thought he was gonna hyperventilate
1: yeah um and uh uh uh, jeremy uh, i don't often give you instructions uh but i'm just gonna suggest that you find that moment because I know you were recording and 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 put it up for our patrons uh just to see how how I reacted when I saw this person. Do you want to uh reveal who this person is or should i
0: uh i i I can do that yeah, so this person that we're looking at is the star of one of uh the best Riff tracks releases ever ever, and he is the guy who taught us all. What it's like to have a roni? Yeah, <laughs> it's vanilla ice. It is vanilla ice,
1: and we could we 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 can send him a request to do a promo for the True Blue Rip cast for three hundred and ninety nine dollars, four hundred dollars, mere
0: four hundred dollars, mere four hundred dollars.
1: Okay, now we're not we're not suggesting that uh somebody get this for us, but. If you love us that much, we're not going to turn it away. Oh, um, no,
0: we would not be upset about it turn at all. It away,
1: no, but but it, Jeremy, I think if we're going to do this, you and I would probably have to go in on it together.
0: Oh, most definitely. Yeah, but
1: uh, that's something that uh that uh that we're maybe looking at. We're yeah. gonna see if it's worth it. I mean, like Jeremy and I will discuss it, but it's uh it's it's an exciting enough prospect for us to lead the podcast with.
0: <laughs> very much so, very much so. Oh. Uh, but coming up a, a little bit on the podcast, we are doing a Q&A. Yeah, uh, a little bit different. I, I posted on uh, Facebook and on Twitter and uh, got some questions from our patrons as well. Uh, I got like a page and a half of questions here. Oh, I didn't know you had uh, that many. Way more than I was expecting, yeah. Way more than I was expecting. But before there- we get into that... We have some headlines to talk
1: about. Headlines. I I haven't heard the headlines
0: department (laughs) in a long time. This is uh, breaking news, actually, from about an hour before we started recording this podcast. But Amazon is officially buying MGM Studios for $8.45 billion.
1: Okay, so this is bad. For a number of reasons, I mean, obvious reason. I mean, number one, um, no, I would never, I would never have imagined myself saying this ten years ago. But man, all the corporations now, and like, I hate it when people say like the corporations, the corporations. But all the corporations now suck, right? They're yeah. evil. It's the death of of popular culture, is what we're witnessing. Uh because they're gonna buy these companies and they're just gonna screw everything up. But 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 tell us uh why it's related to the topic we discuss here on this podcast.
0: <laughs> Welcome back from the edit, everybody. Oh, you're editing uh, MGM, that out? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> MGM uh owns Orion Pictures, United Artists, and American International Pictures. This is bad. Yeah, because you know, American International, they're uh You know, a lot of stuff from, like, uh, Roger Corman and uh, all the the classic B-movies. Yeah,
1: not just MSD3K, but Riff Tracks as well, this being the True Blue Riff cast. They've had more than a few from American International. I believe, I don't know what they are, but I'm pretty sure that they've done more than a few American International pictures.
0: Yeah, they both have. Like, Attack of the Puppet People, that's one of them. Yeah, see, there. I'm there. looking through the list right now. Yeah, yeah, classic, classic, classic. But yeah, this is uh, this is not good. I mean, for some people, they're gonna be happy because oh, hey, James Bond will all be up probably on Amazon Prime, and there'll be all this other stuff. But because I mean, MGM is like what a hundred years old, so they've got to definitely have a a deep catalog of films.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to this. This is. Pretty bad.
0: Uh, in other news, we have a few <laughs> updates uh on Perdemic Three ah, from yes. James when I
1: went to go look over before the podcast started and I was just like, Oh, let's see if there's any Perdemic 3 updates. And there are. Uh, if you go to at Moviehead, <laughs> is it at moviehead pick? Whatever it is, let me take a look here. Yeah,
0: uh at movieheadpick, yes. Yeah, at
1: movieheadpick on Twitter. On Twitter it has all the James Wen updates, all the Birdemic 3 updates. <laughs> um let me pull it up here. Uh one of the updates says um at movieheadpick on uh May 12th, 2021. James Wen was going to write a life extension health book, Life Expectancy 100, plus. but he decided to postpone it because his friend, Dr. Chris Verberg, MD, wrote a better and great book called How to Live Longer. You can read it for free, com backslash ebook. Uh, yeah. So Jeremy has take, taken a look at this. I have not. Jer- and Jeremy's very taken <laughs> I, I, with this. I, for some reason, I,
0: well, I looked at the website that this guy has uh, for this Novo stuff, and it's literally uh, it's a it's a drink. What? It's a you add you drink one packet a day.
1: Is it like keto or it's,
0: it's the only formula that targets the nine causes of aging? According to James Gwen's friend here. Uh am, this I is the, just...
1: am I on the correct website? Well this is this is novos labs. Novo- oh I, I went to novoslab.com. Let's try novos you labs. know what
0: I I wonder okay
1: because okay, this, this okay, movie I'm that's at the coming correct out... website now. I'm at the correct website now yeah, yeah okay.
0: Uh this this pandemic 3 uh, it says it's starring uh, Mary Catherine Moore as Kim, a marine biologist, and Ryan Lord as Evan, a scientist who studies aging. So this whole movie is going to be an ad either for whatever the thing that James Gwen is making or for this Novo stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Evan ends up working for novos labs in the movie. Is he like, That's gonna be my guess. See a see a see a salesman. Uh for <laughs> for novos? It gives you a fifty percent discount if you buy a million dollars or more. What
1: if the actor actually works?
0: there? <laughs> He's not just an actor. What if folks? This whole thing is just like
1: what if this whole thing is just like an inception on top of an inception. Oh my god! Maybe it's like
0: one of those ARGs or something, those alternate reality game things. Like it's all marketing. It's Um, all just marketing for Novos Labs.
1: But also, it's seriously ridiculous. What? Well, well, I mean, there there was one other thing, right? Oh, the Tesla, the 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 Tesla Model Three. Yeah, Model Three, but it's like a sports car, and it's blue because yeah. James Wen just, like, grabs on to, like, all the wrong things. <laughs> like. Yeah. He... Why can't he let go of Birdemic?
0: Because I, I mean, he's I insane.
1: Know, I mean, I know that's, like, the biggest thing thing he's ever done. But he wrecked it because he's a crazy person. And. You look at these retweets. I mean, dude, Burdemic is should be a global brand, right? And damn- and um, like he 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 wasn't smart. We've talked about this many times. He wasn't smart like Tommy was was, or even to a lesser extent Neil Breen. Um, oh. uh, he he he's actively destroyed the Burdemic brand by pulling the kind of stunts like he did with me. Yeah. Um. But you look at these you look at these tweets that he does and it's like it's like one like or like six likes and like one retweet. It's like bro. Yeah,
0: how do does I, he not have how does like... this
1: how did this happen? I mean I we, we know Actually, how he has a hundred
0: he has a hundred and thirty nine followers. That's and I think half of them are us.
1: <laughs> That's crazy.
0: That's it's... insanity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, we'll we'll actually touch on, uh, James Gwen a little bit here, uh, in our Q and A. Oh no, really? I
1: haven't seen these. Que- I've only yeah, seen a couple just, of them. Just just a little bit. Okay.
0: Oh man, but let's yeah, let's let's move on from from James Gwen for now, and uh, let's let's get to our Q and A because we do have uh, quite a few questions. How many of these questions uh, are like going to
1: make me angry?
0: I I think only one maybe. Oh dear! Like, well, how angry is it going to be? I think only one. Should should we leave uh, with that one? No, this is this is the one that you know about. Oh, that's the one oh. that we, that might. Okay, yeah, because we've I, already talked about this. I one, haven't so decided. I already know your reaction.
1: I haven't decided whether I'm going to give the short answer for that one, or 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 the brutally honest answer, or somewhere in between on that one. Um, and if I say something inappropriate, Jeremy, can just edit it out. Yep. Okay,
0: <laughs> that's my powers. Uh, so our first one uh, is from one of our patrons, Andrew Webster. This is actually what gave me the idea to do a Q and A because, oh, nice! Uh, he sent us a message through Patreon after our last episode. Andrew, uh, and Andrew, friend me
1: on Andrew, friend me on Facebook, you me. bastard!
0: He says, "Thanks for calling me out for being a Patreon in the last Riffcast. Keep up the good work." Woo! Question for the podcast: uh, What just the jokes? Uh, releases do you feel are overlooked gems oh so many i have at least one answer right off the top of my head uh and this is the same one that i give to anybody whoever asks what just the joke they should watch and that's high school musical love that riff
1: i think i've only ever seen that once it is really good
0: um... i think i've watched it at least i've watched it at least 10 times Bill has this bit that he does as the disgruntled janitor of the high school. So good. So good. I also think uh the the riff for uh paranormal activity is really good too. That's a really really good one. <laughs> was, Welcome back from the yeah. end. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark
1: Knight, I think probably is very underrated. I mean, that's important to me because it was uh it was my first experience uh with riff tracks. So definitely do that one. Titanic, I think, is one that's long forgotten. That's very underrated.
0: Yeah, you don't really hear much about Titanic. Every when everybody talks about just the joke stuff, it's it's it and and rightfully so. It's always uh, Twilight, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, yeah, and like whatever the most recent ones are. So like Immortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Jim cotta those those type of things. But there are a lot that have fallen by the wayside. I mean, even the one for Avengers. Yeah, like, I. Oh my gosh, I enjoyed that one so much, but you um, don't ever hear anybody talk about it. That and it's, it. And I think that's because they they haven't done many of the Marvel movies, uh, like since the first Avengers movie. Of course, they did. Uh, they, did they
1: They did. They did Iron Man. They did Captain America. They did Captain Thor. America, Thor. I think is one that I would put in. That's that's very underrated.
0: The other one that uh, I think more people should should listen to that I know is is rough because the source material is so poorly done uh but the riff for the last airbender <laughs> I absolutely uh. love that riff. I love it so much. But it also means I have to watch the last airbender with it. Yeah, that's So it's kind of a uh, trade-off. Right it's it's kind of a uh, hijacked flight 285 situation. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Let's... <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh Thor, Avengers, Dark Knight, high school musical. Okay, so our next one comes from Eric, not not the Eric that we know. Not <laughs> this is Eric, Eric, Eric Roberts? No, not Eric Roberts, not Eric Peterson. Oh uh, uh, this Peterson. is this is from a different Eric, yeah. <laughs> Uh besides Rift Tracks people, who is your dream interview? Ooh. That's a good besides, one.
1: Besides besides people at Rift Tracks?
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I think I think besides like people who who work for Rift Tracks. So like, you know, Bridget, Mike, Kevin Bill, Yeah. Ian,
1: you know, any of those yeah.
0: any of those people.
1: <clears throat> yeah, so anybody who doesn't work at Rift Tracks who would be the dream interview? Um. Well, I've interviewed Tommy Waso before, so I've kind of checked that off my off my list. Um, it would be great to get Greg Sestero on the podcast. It yeah, would that be, would be yeah. a good one. I don't know. Um, I would like to interview Rick Sloan. Oh, what well, you know what? I happen to be sort of friends with him. So maybe when uh Riftrack's Live comes around again in uh in in August, I could send him an email like, "Hey, would you like to be interviewed for the tour?" i'm I'm not guaranteeing anything, but um yeah. uh, i could I could reach out to him and and see what he says he he He's very approachable, and he and I go back, so I would want to find whoever played the ice cream bunny. And and get him in here. Oh, I, I, oh oh okay. On a serious note, back when I was doing RiffWiki interviews, back when I did interviews for the Riff Wiki regularly, there was there there are there were only two people. One person stood me up on an interview, uh, and that was Richard Terry. Uh and <laughs> that from, doesn't from, surprise from me. total rip riff off. He said he was gonna do it and like he just totally ghosted me but one guy that i he he's my friend on facebook i i sent him a message like back on youtube let's see if he's still my friend on facebook if he is uh maybe we could get him i just want to see if this dude is still my pal on the facebook's yeah friend uh loy hawkins the guy from harlem
0: oh yes that would be great we,
1: we have three mutual uh, who who are our three mutual friends? Oh, he's your friend too. Did you know this? Oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> so, so Jeremy and I might have to tag team, um, tag team and get Lloyd Hawkins, the guy from Harlem, dude. That would just be amazing.
0: Uh, that would be so much fun. And uh, he seems like such a such a fun guy to yeah. like, like, just watching his his stuff on on Facebook. YouTube.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, have, have, yeah. You, have have you ever seen his? Is YouTube uh, actor real?
0: Uh no, I haven't. I'll have I to, said, I'll have to make
1: sure. To oh check out. yeah. Oh okay. I'll t- I said it to Connor Listoka way, way, way back in the day. Back when I talked to those guys a lot more than I do now, and it's just like amazing. It's amazing. He has this this sizzle reel that's just amazing. Well, well, I'll have to send it to you. But anyway, yeah those are my those are my dream interviews I mean I don't I don't know if you can get much better than than the guy from Harlem.
0: I don't know that's yeah that'd be that'd be a tough one to beat there I think honestly but we've had um, so
1: many great people on the podcast already I mean
0: oh yeah so lots of great interviews we did uh, we did have an interview with Eric uh, we had Sean and Connor obviously we had uh, Jason Miller. We had Mary Joe Peel, which was an awesome interview. Uh, we had uh Matthew J. Elliott, and then of course uh uh
1: David Giancola?
0: Yeah, David Giancola brain farted there for a second. That was that
1: was a great episode. Uh oh,
0: that was so much fun. Yeah,
1: so uh Rick Sloan and the guy from Harlem. And we're. uh I, I think this is probably gonna motivate us to see if we can get those guys.
0: Yes, I think I think you're correct in that. Our next question comes also from a patron, Josh Flowers, who just released this this fun little commercial that he did for Rift Tracks Friends set to the theme song of Friends. Yeah, you sent uh, me that I have well done.
1: I have not taken a look at that yet, Josh. I will soon. I promise.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll make him do it right as soon as we're done recording. Uh, but he asks what. Uh, what is your favorite piece of Rift Tracks memorabilia that you own? That I own? Um, that you I, own?
1: I have quite a few Rift Tracks live posters. I think probably my favorite one is this one that's uh, that I'm touching right now. It's um, it's signed by Mike, Kevin, and Bill, and it's from the 2015 live series. It's got the Room, Sharknado 2, Miami Connection, and Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Now I also the oh, yeah, now I also have a bunch of posters from the twenty fourteen um live show season uh i I have all of those. I can't remember which one it's on, but um, Mike's ink pen when he was signing it I mean, these are the Kickstarter posters, obviously, when he was signing it, like his his something happened with his with his gel pen, and he signed it. And then he pointed to like the accident that happened, and it's a special disaster for you, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. And back then, I was doing like a lot of stuff for the Riff Wiki, and I hadn't started Storybook yet, so they didn't know anything about that. But, um, I went on Twitter and I posted a picture of it, and I said, Oh, like and it was liked by Mike, so I know he saw it and I just I tagged Rift Tracks in it and I said, Oh, like I can only hope that they sent this one to me on purpose. Then Rift Tracks, Rift Tracks, count said back it's like no, totally random. I was like, Well, you know, th- thanks for wrecking my dream. I thought I was special, <laughs> but I guess I'm not. <laughs>
0: thanks for ruining my fantasy. Yeah. Uh I think for me, uh it's either the uh the coins, the backer coins that we got of Mike, Kevin, and Bill. Or the uh, the squishy the giant spider? spider. Yeah,
1: I have that. Yeah, at, um, that we got
0: sent from Margo.
1: our good friend Margot. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think uh, either the coins or the spider. One of the two. I I still wish I could get my hands on one of the little squishy uh, uh, ice cream bunnies that they did from the uh, the live show for that from 2015. Yeah, I think that would be good. Andrew sent us a question. Uh, besides Rift Track stuff. Uh, what types of things do you like to collect? I am a
1: big collector Minus- of of books, but like um, not like like first editions or stuff. I just have a whole lot of whole lot of different stuff. I also like to collect uh, vintage NES, SNES, and n sixty four video game cartridges. Yeah, just like basic you know, 40 year old nostalgia bullshit.
0: Um, uh, <clears throat> mine is, mine is Deadpool stuff. Mostly. Nah, I got a lot of Deadpool stuff or uh, Marvel legends figures in general. Um, I've got quite a few of those, but it's mostly Deadpool. That's my, mostly my collection. And of course, uh, bad movies on DVD.
1: Yeah, I've I got know a ton of those. You've sent me, you've sent me quite a few over the years. Harvest yeah, I sent
0: I've sent you a few. Har- Carver's Gate and uh Haunted Ween. Haunted Yay. Ween,
1: yes. Did we ever say Witch. what happened with that?
0: No, I don't think we did, but we will will definitely be saving that story because uh this fall uh sometime in September we're going to be doing a special episode for the 30 year anniversary. Oh, that's right. of Haunted Ween. Okay, and cool. we're going to have uh one, one possibly two special guests on the podcast. Nice! Uh, so definitely look for that. It should be a whole lot of fun. You heard it here uh, first. Doing a deep dive into into Haunted Ween and the history of Haunted Ween.
1: I was about to say it's uh, not Riff Tracks related, but like, you know, what, like the True Blue Mando cast. And then the last episode, yeah. we spent 45 minutes complaining about the last Mortal Kombat move. <laughs> so it's like... Eh. I don't want to say it's a free for all at this point, but as long as we dedicate some portion of the podcast to Rift Tracks, I think we can do whatever we want.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll and and one of our one of our guests might have uh, something to do with Rift Tracks also, Ooh. and that so just a little teaser, just a little teaser at Sound of Comics on Twitter. <laughs> asks, uh, Have you heard from Disembodio? Is he still alive? The answer is yes. Yeah. Disembodio is still alive. Uh, I love Disembodio. any of the Just the yeah. Jokes things, uh, Disembodio is still there, uh, including uh, all of the new ones that we got recently.
1: You never realize how much you miss Disembodio until like, like every year he, he makes a couple of appearances. It's like, oh, there he is. There's Disembodio.
0: Until you watch the original Rift version of The Room.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ugh. That's not even available uh, dis- anymore. I mean, I have no. but...
0: That's that's where that's where the ancients of the ancients, as, people as, who got it before the live show script version. Yep. Uh, our next question uh, is actually a three parter. Oh, this dear. is from uh, at at Nathan J. Norm on Twitter. Uh, number one, if you were stuck on a desert island and can only have one riff tracks. Oh, see, he's taking one of our questions. OK, uh, which one riff tracks would it be?
1: Oh, that's rough. Um, well, House on Haunted Hill is my favorite, but um, I think the one that cheers me up like the absolute most for almost a decade, I think I would have to take uh, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1. Because that's, that that'd n- be a pretty good one. Never fails. Never, ever fails to to make me feel good.
0: Mine uh, would be Ghost House. Yeah, I could watch that one over and over and over. I think if over. you, I think if I you have.
1: Made it, I think if you made it to this far on the podcast, you know that Jeremy and I are huge Ghost House uh, stands, as the Zoomers say. <laughs> stands.
0: Yes, totally. Uh, number two, space aliens have abducted you and are using you for medical experiments. As part of their experiments, they allow you to pick one rift tracks that will stream in your brain until they're done. Which one would you watch
1: i i um th- th- oh jeez uh <laughs> that's okay so is so is this like a different variation of like the desert island thing or
0: like Yeah, Um, yeah, because this this is just for a limited time. Am I supposed just while they're
1: experimenting on you? Uh, So I'm supposed to be watching this riff tracks while the aliens are (laughs) me.
0: Yeah, while while you are being probed. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, Hmm. To take my mind off the. (laughs) (laughs) I probably uh, the guy from Harlem. I would. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that's, that's uh, Oh no, wait! I take it back. Not the guy from Harlem. In this particular situation, uh, I think probably God Monster of Indian Flats would be more appropriate.
0: Oh, okay. I was thinking feeders. Yeah, personally, or maybe feeders too. The the one with the Santa in it, because that would just give the whole thing a a, a meta twist. I think. <laughs> oh God.
1: Well, this has been a very interesting episode of the True Blue Riftcast, everybody.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, and the third question: What is your favorite genre of movie that you like watching Rift?
1: Um. Hmm. Well, I I enjoy very much the the big blockbusters. Like I think Rift Tracks was always at their best um, when doing Twilight and Harry Potter. I've said many times that I would very much like to see them do the uh finish up the Hunger Games. So, um I mean I I'm not saying that I dislike the B movies. I like them very very much. But um like just like on a pure excitement level, I really really like movies like like Twilight and Harry Potter.
0: For me it's it's anything from the 80s really. Like you know all the the movies back then they had that that 80s feel to them and, and especially like uh like the the b horror movies from back then like uh, house, uh on Last Party, house on sorority row yeah those those are are great riffs and i think i think those are probably my favorite ones those make me the most excited uh when i see that one of those has been released i'm like ooh, more trash from the 80s perfect yep uh let's see <laughs> our next question comes from at Impaler General. Okay, this this is the one that that you know about, so. Okay. Get, right. get ready people. <clears throat> uh, what do you think what do you think about Rift Tracks and MST evolving into streaming services? Uh, should I take over? Yeah, go ahead cuz I know you've uh, you've been thinking about this. Okay,
1: one. yeah. Um, the answer to that question is oh, Rift Tracks has been that for a while. Um, they like it they've been sort of I, I don't know if they foresaw the, the the streaming service phenomenon. I mean, I don't know how anybody could have. But they've been building towards it since at least two thousand eight, when they like, you know, started doing all those public domain uh, movies. Um and since at least twenty fourteen, when you could actually start watching the uh the riffs live on the website yeah it's that i mean and then
0: and then of course you know they evolved into into uh into the friends service that we have now um that's extremely which gives you access to like over 400 riffs between shorts and uh full vod's and honestly uh, i i know we've we've talked about this once or twice before in the podcast but uh it's six dollars a month and you get access to 400 riffs like wow if if you're not if you're not somebody like us who just you know buys every single one this is like the perfect way yeah, for you to really, get really deep into deal, the catalog yeah. there's there's so much that's on there that's good and there's a lot of hidden gems on there a lot of overlooked stuff that uh that people don't really Talk about in the in the grand scheme of discussing riff tracks and and stuff like that, and I'm really mad at myself because I had a really good dumb joke for this that I thought about last night and I can't for the life of me remember what it was. <laughs> uh,
1: but you know, it's like as far as friends goes, I mean, yeah, it's a great idea. It's useless for me because. I own literally everything. And I'm gonna to continue to own literally everything. Now the other part of your question Does it surprise me? Yes. For MST three K. Yeah. Um I,
0: I'm I'm glad they're going in that direction because it's gonna be it's gonna be better for the fandom, you know, to be able to to have direct access to it, like through Rift Tracks, as opposed to having to pay for a separate service right just to get you know some of the some of the episodes
1: and look I'm I'm just being real and I know this wasn't a question that was asked but <laughs> I'm like as as far as the the new season like what 13 or whatever they're gonna call it now um I'm I'm probably not gonna be participating in that
0: yeah, I, I watched some of the first season of the of the revival and I just like like Dave, I just didn't I didn't feel it. I just it wasn't didn't feeling it. I couldn't get back us. into yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it's um because well I mean I I, I think Rift Tracks spoiled us over the course of you know, at that point yeah. Like, yeah, over like a decade. Uh yeah. we and I think to be fair, to be fair to Joel and everybody who who did that, um we have an an expectation based on we went along with rift tracks and how rift tracks evolved for a very long time and i think part of it is when mst3k didn't live up to what our expect or what we thought it should have been we were just like nah bro yeah uh, so and, and you
0: know that 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 might not have been entirely fair to to the to the revival but you know, at this point, it's kind of hard to uh, to change that, honestly. Yeah.
1: So, um, you know, any, anybody listening now, it's like, you know, now the cat's out of the bag that we're not fans of the revival. <laughs> but, um, you know, it is what it is. You
0: know. Yeah.
1: Hopefully you'll keep listening.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hopefully this this doesn't turn you off too much from us. Uh, the next question comes from Jamie. Uh, Jamie wants to know who's the smart one and who's the pretty one. Well, that's both me. (laughs) Uh, Dave's Definitely the pretty one. Have you seen his hair? Come on.
1: I don't think there's a doubt who's prettier between me and Jeremy. And it's definitely me.
0: That's definitely Dave.
1: But who's the smart one? I mean, are they mutually exclusive now? Jeremy, you can be the smart one. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. I don't need, I don't need both titles. That's just greedy. (laughs)
0: I mean, I, I am the number one fan, so I guess. Shut your that mouth. makes me smarter, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alicia wants to know, do you think there are genres that don't riff well, and what are some movies you don't want to see riffed? Oh, geez, there, There's definitely genres that don't riff well. Yeah. Uh, maybe not genres in particular, because there are some comedies that, you know quote comedies, that you could, that you could riff. Like Roller Gamer. Uh, but overall... Yeah, overall anything that's that's self-aware about what it's doing can't riff it. Like Birdemic 2. Like they went they went that way with it and it it would be impossible to riff. Uh same with uh the second Samurai Cop movie. It was so full of of winks and nods, literal winks and nods to the audience that it would be impossible to riff. Even though it's got Tommy was in it. Yeah. Uh but I mean some movies that I don't want to see rift, uh there are a few there's that definitely I movies that shouldn't be rift, like uh you know, Schindler's List and uh you know stuff like that. You know, definitely don't want to riff any of that.
1: Yeah, because they're just uh, like yeah, you don't need that because
0: it's way way too serious material. What movies don't uh,
1: well I could just I can tell you one movie I don't want to see rift just because I never want to see it again is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Um, I uh, just because just thinking about that movie. Bleh. Um, other movies that I don't want to see rift. Um, Dinosaur Island. Anything made <laughs> by those oh. morons? Yeah, um, yeah. That's page. What was it? Page
0: thirty four. Page thirty
1: four. Yeah. I like I remember page 34, it's like it like like it's like rule thirty-four. Um there is a movie <laughs> that is just so obnoxious uh obnoxiously bad uh that there's a movie called uh Earmuffs, uh Sex Doll She Bitch. I mean it's 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 a short it's like, oh. it's, like it's like a it's like a half hour long movie uh that you can only get on D V D and uh, I don't have to worry about it ever being riffed because uh it's just it's just not available uh, the kinds of movies that i I think one that I saw somebody uh suggest recently, and I'm like, no, you can't do that. we've talked about it on the podcast is uh Batman from nineteen sixty six like like i i I don't wanna see that rift no that's it would just come across as them not being able to understand that this is a joke.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally, these are from Matt. There's three of these here to go through. Matt Nelson? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> uh, pick one to get rid of. A Talking Cat, Suburban Sasquatch, or Liking Colony?
1: As far as riffs or just like yep. as movies
0: in general? I'm assuming the riffs, or maybe the movie as well. Like it just wouldn't exist anymore. What are they again? Uh, Talking cat, suburban Sasquatch, and lichen colony. Lichen colony. Yeah, out of out of those three, out of those we,
1: three, it would be lichen colony. Talking
0: cat, and suburban Sasquatch. I mean, you know, we'd never be able to get that awesome noise anymore if it wow, didn't wow,
1: exist. Wow, wow! Wow! Wow!
0: Okay, and then the, for these. The next three: Miami Connection, Samurai Cop, and Guy from Harlem.
1: Yeah, I'm not playing your game. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not getting rid of any of those.
0: Oh man. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of I one can't of those. Be good, I mean, just
1: get rid of any of those. So there's Samurai Cop, Guy from Harlem, and
0: what else? Miami Connection. Because like, if you get rid of Samurai Cop, that means no more Samurai Cop rock and action theme. And I could not live with myself.
1: Okay. I think out of those three, if I, if like gun to my head out of those three, and I'm not happy about this, but I think I would choose Miami connection.
0: Yeah. As much as I love that one, I think, I think I agree out of the three. Yeah. Cause you can't get rid of guy from Harlem. And I already stated my case for not getting rid of Sam Uh And finally, uh, these are from Dave's favorite director. Replica, Julia, Jack, or Birdemic, Shock and Terror.
1: I love all three of those, though. Ah. That's rough. Yeah. If I have to get rid of one of those. I mean, okay, well, obviously we're keeping Birdemic. Otherwise, yeah, so, so it's really gotta get rid of either Julia and Jack or Replica. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> um. All right, so. It comes down to a literal coin flip. Uh, heads is Julian Jack. Tails is Replica. I'm going to leave it up to fate here. Tails, so I'm getting rid of Replica.
0: Oh, man. So what are we going to talk about in the next episode then, Dave?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we've been... Well, I'm not. we're not really getting rid of it. We're definitely still going to talk no, about Replica. No, 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 no. I've been saying that I we need to talk about Replica since... WandaVision was on the air and Matthew J. Elliot crashed the podcast. That was what I said we were going to talk about Replica. <laughs> that was like in, what, March?
0: Yeah. Uh, now you. So yeah, just, just in case we're going to be talking about Replica. No, 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 no. You don't get out uh, of this. You have to choose. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to go Replica because... I just that that twist in the middle of Julie and Jack is uh, such a great moment in in that movie and in the riff itself. Like the reaction that we get from the guys yeah. when they reveal the twist for that movie is so amazing. But replica is still
1: pretty amazing, though.
0: Replica is still good. We still get the uh, the greatest car crash ever committed to film. <laughs> add, add the best reaction. The best reaction from Kevin Murphy.
1: <laughs> yes. Our,
0: yeah. Yeah. That was that's that was that was good. That was good. Oh man, that's all the questions we have. That's our that's our whole thing. That definitely. Uh, they got some good ones in there. I think. Thank you. Thank you for sending yes, those thank to you us very much. We we'll have to do this more often. Much appreciated. Yeah. We'll do another one. Hopefully we get some different questions next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So next time on the true blue riff cast, we will be talking about replica and, uh, the, the Rift that actually comes out two days from when we recorded this, uh, Gumby the movie.
1: Yeah. We have to talk about that
0: because, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, people who are familiar with, with, uh, you know, MST especially have, uh, have some have some history with some Gumby.
1: Yeah, that just squares my breasts and so on.
0: <laughs> yes. But yeah, so we'll be talking about those two next time. If uh if you enjoy the podcast, you can support us a little bit by heading to Patreon.com slash true blue and you'll get some some outtakes and some wonderful little noises that Dave likes to make. And there's actually one thing from from this episode that we talked about, the uh, reaction to finding Vanilla Ice on Cameo. uh, That will be going up on the Patreon. You know, we do little sneak peeks if we're going to have, like, a special guest. Or if we do get a new intro, I always post it there first uh, for everybody to hear. And uh, when we get back to doing our our short reviews of Refract Shorts episodes, those always go up to our patrons uh, first for 48 hours before they're made available to the rest of the... Listenership. And uh, yeah, you can you can support us there for as little as $2 a month. And until next time, I'm Jeremy. You can send me emails, Jeremy at trueblueriffcast.com. You can find me on Twitter at pb and awesome. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at tbriffcast.
1: And I'm Dave Chadwick. You can pick up Monkey, a novel, at amazon.com. Uh, or if you want to get uh, like a hardcover or something, go to Lulu. All the info is at davechadwick.info. Follow me at my new Twitter handle, same account, new handle, at DChadwickInfo.
0: Yeah, we will see you guys next time right here on the True Blue Riftcast.
1: Rock till You Die.